Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. On this Saturday morning, the 27th day of January. We were, we're, we're a day late, so everybody hit your knees there. Say a little something for Kobe. Yesterday was the anniversary. Uh, oh, all yeah. the folks on their yeah. plane. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we are going to go down under right now. Ah, I couldn't be happier. And I, I guarantee you, knowing that we see, yes, listen, to it, listen to it, listen to it. She knew as soon as it happened. I told goes, her. I, I, I said, I said Greg, can't, Greg can't wait to talk oh, to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, way welcome from Tennis Panorama, one of the foremost voices in the world of tennis, and that is Karen Pastena and a friend of the show. Morning. Good morning. What, what, it's it almost like over. A happier morning for Greg there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you knew it was coming, right? It, it was. It's, it, uh, yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it. But as I said two weeks ago, <laughs> that the only person that could probably get to Djokovic was Sinner, and it actually happened. Well, you should have put some it money in Vegas there happened. on that. No, I'm not a gambling person, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this? Uh, yeah, what, what what was the difference? I I had heard, and you know, from what I, I watched it, you know, replays of. Excuse me, you watch it live, but I really didn't see what was being described as the reason why Djokovic. So I want to ask you: Did I miss this guy putting Djokovic on the defensive more than he usually is? Is that what happened? Let let me go back a little before getting to this match. Now, for the last uh, nine weeks, Djokovic and Sinner have played um, four times, and Sinner has won three of those four. Uh-oh. Now, before that, Djokovic had beaten Sinner four consecutive times. And um, in de- uh, at the end of the year, the they men have the year-end championship in which they do a round-robin event. And then it becomes uh, whoever wins the different groups goes into the semis. Well, in the round robin event for the year, and Sinner beat Djokovic for the first time, and it was an indoor surface. Now, uh, Djokovic won that final, but then a couple of weeks later, in Davis Cup, which is the team event that the um, the men play in tennis, he beat Djokovic in the semifinal. So he he beats him two out of three times within a couple of weeks. Now, forward to a couple of nights ago, um, yeah, a night ago, I'm losing the days here. I think what Sinner, Sinner, you know, he's getting older, getting smarter. He's only just 22. The fascinating thing with Sinner is that his speed has gotten better. He's getting to everything. He's 6'4", and you usually don't see those guys move as well as Sinner has learned to move. I mean, Djokovic moves quickly, too, at 6'2", but he just 
uh, kept up with everything. His serve was consistent, and there was nothing Djokovic could really do about it. That is was the key for me. His Djokovic, I mean, um, center speed and keeping up with everything and keeping his serves consistent. That was a big thing. That that that's my analysis of this. Ooh, see, yeah, she said something completely different. You know what I just heard? What was that? He's in, he's in Djokovic's head. This center <laughs> guy is in his head. He really you is. Think so? I absolutely believe. When have we not seen Djokovic adapt and adjust? The guy, he, he purposely loses sets just for practice so he can go and work on some things, and he comes back and usually wins three, four, set, and four or five set matches. It seems like he makes adjustments. And when somebody's in your head, if you re- especially when you're talking about a major, I could be wrong, but it's, when I'm listening to Karen, it sounds like since this dude has been beating him, because nobody's been beating him with the regularity, the center has, so it sounds like now that they got to a big match, it, the pressure was on number one, not on number what, number four in the world, center. Yeah. I, I think he's, what, what's the phrase now, the, the phrase du jour, he's living front, rent-free in Djokovic's head. You think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> been rent-free. No, but center has really improved. I, I mean... I'm telling you, his his speed has improved, his movement, and usually the big guys are not the, that great of movers, that, you know, in terms of moving. But his he got to everything. He's making these crazy shots. It's because he's getting to these shots that kind of put Djokovic off balance. He probably was surprised that he's running so quickly. I seriously, and yes, Senna does have a big serve, but he's not blasting like 140s. He's hitting them hard, but he's placing them well. That's the difference. Right. Spend the time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Karen, Karen Pesena of Tennis Panorama News. And she is social. You can always find everything that she's following at Tennis News TPN, at Tennis News TPN. Does this mean that things are tightening up on the number one spot? We were looking for a matchup with, with Carlos Alcaraz. Alcaraz was knocked out sooner. But what does it say about the guys who are right behind Djokovic? Have they seen him enough that they found it, something? It, you know, it, it gives it gives them hope of beating yep, yep. him because they're going to look at the at the videotape, as they say, and see what Sinner has done in his last three wins against Djokovic and try to imitate it. I really do believe that. Um, and uh, and Sinner, you know, he's a quiet kind of guy. He just kind of goes with the flow. He's not somebody like um, Medvedev who will try to mess with your head on the court and and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, people find Sinner really relatable, and the other players, they're going to look at what he did and try to imitate it. I, I truly believe that. Because it was a question of his placement of the ball and keeping up with Djokovic's shots that really uh, gave him the win. Yeah, and folks here in Atlanta familiar with Center. He's been here to play uh, the Atlanta Open here in uh, downtown Atlanta, so we've had a chance to see him play here in our town. Um, um, talk about this women's final just finished. I think we saw the final um, when we saw Sabalenka against Coco Golf, and that, that, to me that was the final. I figured this was a, Yeah, that a was really the de facto final. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, Sabalenka, I mean, she just basically overpowered um, – Chin Wen Zhang, um, I mean, uh, Zhang is powerful in her own right, but Sabalenka was the first top 50 player that she faced in the draw. Wow. So she wasn't, yes, it, it, and so she didn't, it, it was like a big step up for her that she had to make in level 
because when you're not when you're playing people below 50 in the world it's not the same power not the same speed so it's to- totally a multiple steps up in class playing Zab- uh, Sabalenka in the final and you know it's tough to adjust to Sabalenka's power um but Sabalenka, you never know with her because, yes, she's powerful. There are days that, you know, her, men, her mental fitness is off, but it wasn't today. <laughs> she was on and, you know, defended in her Australian Open title from last year. So, you know, good win for Sabalenka. She has two majors now. She's still number two in the world because Iga's Sviantic is ahead, but uh, that's the way it goes. It's just the beginning of the year, long year to go. Thoughts on Coco Golf. Um, her serve practically was was the big problem. She's going through a transition yes. period of that. They kept talking about how she spent time with Andy Roddick uh, to try to refine her serve, and um, in that match, it, there were times when it would just leave her. She she couldn't she couldn't get it in. Yes, and you know, committing so many double faults. It, you know, usually she doesn't commit that many. But also she had the pressure of having Sabalenka returning her serve. I'm sure that's equal pressure, her trying to serve well and then trying to place the ball to hurt Sabalenka. But Sabalenka just, you know, she just slugs the ball away. You know, whether she's hitting it winner or hitting it out, you know she's going to hit with power. And it was a powerful match between them. I mean, yes, it was back and forth, but... Still, yeah, that's some of the hardest hitting tennis you're going to see between two women. I'll let you guys continue with the women's side because I, I I got an agenda here, so I'm going to okay. finish oh, up. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll come back in here in a minute. He, 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 go he, he, ahead. He's trying to, try to take us off from the left field. <laughs> no, talk, no, talk, no, talk, no. A bit, talk a little bit about about our home folk, um, Christopher Eubanks. Um, once done playing, put on the suit and tie and went to work. And, and yeah. everybody has raved about what he's done with, with, with the job that he did. Thoughts about uh, our guy from Atlanta uh, shifting gears? Yeah, well, you know, you know, sometimes people do, you know, are injured and not do anything. When Chris Eubanks was injured for a period of time, uh, I guess about a year and a half ago, he went over to do some commentary work for the Tennis Channel. Now, it seems like everyone who does some commentary work with them while they're injured, they come back and do well. I'm going to go back to Sloane Stevens. She was out for almost a year mm-hmm. doing some work for Tennis Channel. What happens in um, uh, 2017 when she wins the U.S. Open title right after she uh, makes her way back and did commentary? Chris Eubanks, he does the same thing commentary for tennis channel and then he hits the tour and he makes the quarters of wimbledon yeah <laughs> it's it's the opposite of a curse it's good luck to do commentary work before you come back from your injury yeah but you know what but i think he's it, wanted we, all over the place yep you, you know you know what i think people talk about the importance of the film room and, and when you hear we talk about you know football we talk about you know the importance of the film mm-hmm. room going in there and studying i can't think of a bigger film room than working for Someone like Tennis Channel, you get to see everybody's play. You get to see everybody's strengths. You get to see everybody's weaknesses. And you got to, that's what you do, right? Mm hmm. And, you know, being able to analyze, I mean, you're analyzing while you're working, and it makes you, it makes you see what other people are doing and how you can have better judgment in playing the future, future opponent. Yeah. And Chris, and Chris Eubanks, he's really good on TV. He really is. I mean, if he were to stop playing tennis tomorrow, people, 
ESPN, Tennis Channel, whoever else would be after him because he's really good on television, really good. Karen Persana joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Despite what you think, no, I have something actually pretty interesting I want to talk about here because I'm actually wanting to see moving forward this tennis season what's going on at the top of the, men, at the top of the men's game. Because what I was going to mm-hmm. say is, along with this guy Sinner having Djokovic's number, at least lately, I think that, mm-hmm. and as you said, these guys are going to try to find the cracks in the armor because he's done something. It's like, we got the tape now. But he no longer has that invincibility. I saw it with Federer. I saw it with Nadal. I saw it going back to the other all-time greats. For a period of time, and it, it differs between each one of these guys, it's almost like Mike Tyson in that as soon as they show up, their opponent feels like, well, they already lost the match. I made it this far yeah. in the tournament. You see what I'm saying? You agree with mm-hmm. me? Oh, I agree. I agree. Because, um, yeah, because, yeah, so, uh, so that's yeah, where we going are right way, now. way back. Yeah, yeah that's where mm-hmm. we are right now, Karen. So my point is that along with this being an interesting time moving forward, you got Alcaraz who's been nipping at his heels lately, and now you got these other guys, and who knows who's going to be next. What I'm really getting at is there's been this one person, maybe two, in, in next to all of the all-time greats. If I ask both of you guys, I name somebody, I guarantee you within a second or two, you could tell me who their albatross was. Right? So if I ask, <laughs> right? if I ask you who, who was Federer's, well, I don't even go back that far. Uh, Nadal. Thank you. Nadal. Who was, and was, Nadal, was Federer Nadal's? Well, no, he wasn't because uh, Nadal had at least oh, eight or nine more wins over Federer than he had against him. I think, yeah. Who but, was who? Yeah. Who was uh, P. Sampras's? Well, I guess you could say, I guess Agassi. Or, yeah, I guess. You were right there well, together. So, uh, right there together. Sometimes, not all the time, but uh, yeah. Here's one. Who's Serena's? You know when I think about somebody that was at her that if she was a little bit bigger was Justine in it. I that think, oh, I think yeah. they genuinely disliked each other. I, oh, I, I really yeah, do. I re- you know, and Justine knew that she wasn't big enough. You know, but she she you know, but but man, she whenever whenever they would meet Lockhorns, wow. I mean the looks on faces. I remember one match, I forget where it was, Karen. That Henna was having a hard time, and her coach or somebody was in the stand saying something to her, and she turned around and looked at him like, "You come down here, you, you know, <laughs> you come down here, deal, you know." Oh yeah, so, that her her coach, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah, I can't remember his name now, but yeah, he used to coach her big time from the stands when it wasn't allowed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think this is an. Three, I didn't need that. <laughs> I, I just think we're in an interesting point right now, and it's an interesting time, and as opposed to dismissing him. Like I have in the past, not wanting to watch it because he just, you know, you know he's going to win. Now I'm kind of interested to see what happens at the French, what happens at Wimbledon, what happens at the uh, U.S. Open, what and happens it, at the Olympics that he's never well, won. The, yeah, the Olympics. Oh too. yes, and so, this is the right. one thing that, that Djokovic does not have an Olympic medal, and he, he does not have get, an Olympic letter. He can't get the golden one now because he lost the Australian Open. Serena got that. Or is it is it Steffi Graf? Oh, who got oh, the Steffi four Graf. majors yeah. and, the the Olympic and the Olympics? Yeah. So yeah. Nope, yeah. that's off the table. That's off the table for him, so I'm smiling even more. That's, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. See, I thank told you, Sinner. Yeah, we'll thank, thank you, Sinner. And this is going to be a good match because you're right. Medvedev is kind of like a poor man's McEnroe. He is kind of a little <laughs> – he's like a gnat out there, right? Yep. He's always – Yeah, know, he just, likes to get into people's heads by doing, you know, whether it's like talking to the ump or uh, uh, players across the net or 
tapping the cord or hitting the net post. He right. just tries to annoy people. He really does. Senator just has to focus on what he has to do and not paying attention to Medvedev. I mean, yes, Medvedev has a better head-to-head. I think he's six and three. Yes, he's six and three against um, Sinner. However, Sinner has won the last three straight. So I'm going to be giving the edge to Sinner. I'm going to say Sinner and four. Right. That's my prediction. Well, we, we, we have to say goodbye to Karen till the, till yeah, we the do. French. Yeah, we do. Until the French open. So. Yeah, au revoir to the French. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. We have that, I mean, jeez. So how's that going to work? They're going to have the Olympics and then yeah, they're the going to have it during the Olympics. No. no the French be- Open and then um, the, uh, the French Open, which ends in early June, and then about a month and a month bit later, later okay. they're back for the Olympic Games. Well, it's going to be a tough transition, though. You know, you're going to go from clay to grass yeah, back, back to clay. To clay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, that's right. Well, mm. That's right. It, I can see Nadal, like, he's looking for a DeLorean to jump into and go back five years. <laughs> he wants to yeah, Marty McFly. True. This is true. He'd this, like I mean, the, he's definitely aiming for the Olympic Games because it's I, I, in his house. <laughs> right, right. Karen, as always, we can't thank you enough, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will be talking to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.